All right. Uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, welcome. I will call to order the January 22nd, 2024 meeting of the City of Kirkland Design Review Board, and we'll begin with roll call. Randall Brand. Present. Carlos Castaneda. Present. Shoshana Cohen. Here. Fatima Kohan. Present. Supriya Kelkar. Tyler Smith. Present. Amy Tars. Present. Thanks. Thank you very much. Um, I think that uh, we have reading and approval of minutes, uh, minutes of July 24, 2023 and September 18, 2023. Um, does anyone have any additions or changes to the minutes? I think that uh, I looked at them uh, yesterday and uh, didn't find anything. I think we can approve the minutes as they are. Does anyone want to make a motion? I'll, I'll make I'll make a motion that we approve the meetings as stand. I second. Moved and second. Um uh to approve the minutes as described. Uh those in favor say aye. 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 Okay. Uh minutes are approved. Thank you very much. All right, um, looking at um, the agenda for tonight, and I think that we don't have any any uh, conceptual uh, or design response conferences. Um, because of that, just, I wanna ask staff, uh, if there's nothing in the agenda, um, do we need to, or do we have any members of the audience or do they need to, um, basically uh, talk about any uh, items that are not related to tonight's agenda. Is that true, John? Yeah, I looked uh, at the, our attendees list. Um, the only person there is Prince Cowan, so, but she's our admin supervisor or um, staff. So yeah, there's there's no one from the public. Okay. We can, we can move to yeah. administrative reports. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right. So for administrative reports and DRB discussion, we have two items, the DRB uh, procedure amendments, which are hybrid meetings and election of vice chair. Let's start with the DRB procedure amendments. Yeah. Thank you, Carlos. Um, so as we were talking towards the end of last year, kind of giving you guys a heads up, like, you know, the, the hybrid meetings were coming. And so we have on the calendar, which we're anticipating a design response conference on February 5th, so next month. So I thought it'd be good for us to at least meet because we didn't have any regular meetings in January due to the holidays. So I thought it'd be good for us just to chat and then actually formalize our procedures for hybrid meetings. And as part of that, so I prepared this packet, pretty brief. Um, essentially what it contains are some policy uh, or procedures for the board. Um, it'd be great if the board can discuss this tonight. And if in agreement, we can, um, it'd be good to get a motion and approval because what, what will happen is if approved, this will become part of the uh, official DRB procedures. So I, I mentioned in the packet, it'll be a, a new subsection to your uh, meeting procedures. 
And basically, you know, we heard at the meetings last year when talking about the hybrid approach, uh, kind of the pros and cons, like what the board felt was good and um, kind of the benefits of doing the virtuals and so forth. Um, but there is a requirement for the city that, you know, we do at least provide a physical location for the public. And so what I did was I, I looked at, uh, in particular, the planning commission procedures. So what you see proposed in front of you is basically borrowing from what the planning commission had decided for their rules. Um, and in there, so, and I'll share my screen here so we can look at it together here. Don, I just want to mention that I didn't get anything, so. Oh, you didn't get a packet? I think it's just Shanna that everything has been emailed to us. Is that true? Yeah, it should have been emailed. Yeah. Maybe it's just Shanna, do you receive an email? If not, let us know. Yeah. We'll make sure with Katie. So can you see my screen? The Yes, we can yes. see it. Okay, perfect. Uh, so you'll see here for C1, the language basically states that, you know, it's generally expected that the DRB members should attend in person, but we did build in um, as per the planning commission that there are, of course, there are certain situations where uh, it'd be good to have flexibility for the board members that can't attend in person be able to attend virtually. Uh, so I'll read it here just so we're all on the same page. So. DRB members are generally expected to attend meetings in person, absent emergent or other extenuating circumstances. However, the DRB also intends that the members retain the flexibility to participate in meetings remotely for reasons including but not limited to public or personal health concerns, illness or injury, travel or familial care, by utilizing technologies such as video conferencing that allow interactive engagement with other board members and interested members of the community. Whether participating in person or remotely, DRB members are expected to participate actively in meetings. And then it goes on to talk about the tech, you know, the, the technology that were required, communication issues, and basically whether you're remote or in attendance at uh, in person, that it is basically you'd be considered being at the meeting. So I think with that, I'll just turn it over to you, Carlos, to um, you know facilitate discussion and eventually get to uh, some sort of a decision. Or if, if there are changes, you'd like to see changes made, we can certainly discuss that as well. Perfect. Uh, before we start discussion, um, John, I want to ask uh, the city or staff, um, is, is there going to be um, minimum attendance or uh, in person, or how's that gonna be um, calculated? Or I don't know if there's certain number of well, meetings that we'll need to attend. At this point, we did not prescribe a certain minimum for in person, and the reason being is I think I think it's kind of uncharted. Well, it definitely is uncharted for the board, um, and it'd be good just to see how how the meetings go. Cause I'm anticipating there'll be kind of a mix of in-person and hybrid, you know, and virtual. And I think we just need to take stock of how the meetings are 
how effective are the meetings? And if, um, I don't know, I think we kind of have to see how this kind of plays out. That's kind of my sense. Okay. Um, Tyler, I see that you have the hand raised. Go ahead. Yeah, so my question is, is in regards to the applicants, are they going to be required to attend in person when they're presenting to us no. or is it a mixture? It could be a mix as well. Uh, I talked to Allison, our deputy director, on how that went with the planning commission, especially with the comprehensive plan updates, because, um, or the, sorry, the Northeast 85th Street sub area plan, because we had consultants that were part of that project. And she said that with the consultants presenting online, it seemed to work okay. So again, it's I'd like to see how this plays out with the board. We're a little bit different in the type of work we do, but generally speaking, it sounded like it could work. So we'll see. Got it. Do you have any other questions, Tyler? No, I just, I was, you know, just to think about it, going back to how we were saying um, a number of, of people attending in person, I do think that that could be something that we have as an expectation um, just to have that presence and accountability. But again, it's up to the rest of the team to decide. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, Randall? Yeah. I how how are you know as far as the camera set up and everything so somebody is remote what are they seeing are they seeing the the table at which design review board members are seated or how how does that work what what have they used sorry about that dubs uh what have they used in the uh, for other meetings that were hybrid like this and kind of what can we expect from the presentation because our is the technology lined up to where when an applicant is presenting it actually is coming through the same way that we're seeing it here mm -hmm. um, or, or are we seeing it from a camera in the room you know, being projected onto a screen and so it's right. smaller or whatever. How how do we see that? You know, I'm gonna see hey Prince, are you on? Would you would you be able to speak to that? Do you know? Because I'm not sh quite sure if because I, I did take a peek at the planning commission meeting and how that worked and it looked like um the planning commissioners were at the table and um Actually, I see Prince's hand raised. Katie, would you be able to promote Prince as a panelist? I'm trying. <laughs> okay. Um, promote. I don't know why it's not working. Oh, it looks like she might have. Sometimes it just takes a little minute. Okay, there it goes. Yeah, there you go. Hi. Yeah, I can speak to that. So there, there are cameras in the council chamber. So when we run a Zoom meeting, just like we, we run it right now, um, the cameras in the council chamber will be able to show all of the design review board at the dais. And then the admin, in this case, Katie, that supports design review board would be able to um, alter some of the camera views and kind of zoom in on like two or three of you. 
So it won't be like a Zoom meeting where your square is there, but we would be able to at least uh, kind of zoom in on who's speaking at the moment or pan back so you can see all of the council chamber or even um, zoom in on the, the person who's speaking at the podium if there's someone in person. What about presentations by the applicant? They're, they're doing a PowerPoint presentation or a presentation to the board and it actually comes up on uh, on a screen, but yet we're seeing it the screen from a distance and the screen may be 30% of our screen or, or less. And since a lot of what we deal with is visual, uh, how do we how do we work that in? Or are they going to be able to patch that in as if it's on our computer or how are they going to do that? Well, in the chamber, they do have up at the dais, there are monitors. So you'll be able to see it very clearly anytime the applicant uh, shares their screen. And then there are additional TVs around the council chamber that it would also project on. So it should be be fairly clear. But what I'm saying is, as if I'm if I'm coming in remote, mm -hmm. I will be seeing the room or seeing a larger area within whatever's being presented on a screen as only proportionally a portion of our our screen that we have. It isn't as if it's you know like right now where we got you know John's uh, page up here fills pretty much the whole screen and that that we're we're then watching from a distance. Uh, John, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it before any any meeting that any that we have with any applicants, they send us basically a, a synopsis or a PowerPoint or whatever that they're going to be presenting with us, you know, via email or packet. Right. They shouldn't be presenting anything that's additional unless it's already been pre-looked at. Yeah. So you will. Yeah, there is a, your packets. And I guess the, the risk would be like if they do present something that's not in there, which happens sometimes. Um, but I'll let Prince answer the question that Randall asked about what what is actually being seen from your screen at home. So from home, it's if someone shares on Zoom, they're sharing their screen. So like for instance, right now I'm at home and I'm able, you know, to to watch and all of you um, are able to see what John has on the screen. So the monitors in the council chamber would be the same, except they're larger than most of our laptops. But if you're at home, you would see it just the same as you do right now. And and just to add, Randall, I think that in the past before COVID, whenever we run the meetings, the, the applicants used to go to the city and present. They presented on the screens. So the whole board looked at the screens. They were doing kind of like the same thing that they do in Zoom. So I, I'm assuming that it's going to be the same type of um, style or fashion that they are going to be doing the presentations, whether they are remote or they are in person. Um, before COVID, we used to look at the screen and receive the packet. So we had the um, hard copies in front of us. And uh, whenever the presentations were going on, everything was being presented on the large monitors that are there. Yeah, I'm, but I'm just I'm just concerned that depending on which camera you've got on, if you got the camera that shows the okay, it shows the board sitting at the table and the screens behind us, 
the screen is going to be about 30% or less of our screen. And to where when you're sitting there, you turn around and the screen is pretty much 100% of your view or close to it. So there's there's a difference in sizing. And and the, the applicants not always are presenting off of the product that they've sent. There's always there's always some changes that come in. Plus, they're sitting there able to flip through 56, 50 or 60 pages and go to the page that we want to see. And we have documents that, you know, we just have to scurry through and we'll uh, probably have online or have up on our screen. So I'm just, I'm just looking at it and saying, do we, if I come in remote, am I sitting in the back kind of in the middle of the room watching it instead of at the table. That, that, that's simply what it is. I, I think we just have to see what happens and see how it works. Yeah, most likely. So Prince, so the board, member, would the board members be sitting up at like where the city council members would sit? Yeah, that's kind of what we what we encourage. I know previously design review board typically sat down at the tables mm -hmm. and we've been encouraging boards and commissions to sit up at the dais like council does because that's where the monitors are Got and it. we, we yep. can't move those. So right. it would be easy just to be able to see everything on those large monitors. Okay. And if the board members wanted to look at the digital packet, they'd have to bring their own laptop. Is yes, that, that okay. is correct. Okay. And we it would be up to you or up to them to decide if they did decide to sit down at the tables. Yeah, they would have to bring their laptops as well just to right. hook up at the table. Okay. Do we get to wear robes? <laughs> <laughs> That's up to you too. <laughs> you have any other questions, Randall? No, no other questions. Thank you. Thanks. I see that Shoshana, you have your hand raised. Go ahead. I do. Thank you. Um, so I think I uh, emailed you, John, but I have um, I have a personal issue with attending in person. So with these new procedures, is it possible to attend online only, or does it have to be um, in it does it have to be hybrid because I cannot attend in person? Well, as written, if you were to adopt the language as written, it would allow the flexibility, I think. Yeah, because it does leave room, but I don't right. want to assume right. that it so... is, uh, you know, and then probably, I don't know, compromise the integrity of the board. I don't want to do that. So right. I just want to make sure. So that's why I mentioned earlier, you know, when the question was asked, is there a minimum number of, you know, in-person meetings that I think we're going to have to kind of see and see how that plays out. Because if it turns out the board decides, you know what, the meetings aren't running as effectively with it, with folks being not in person and you know mm -hmm. like if if the board decides you know in the future like you know what i think we need to make this like be more clear about the expectation of right. in person then that's something the board can certainly adopt at a at a future time 
it's just really hard. It's uncertain right now because we've, we've been doing pretty good high, you know, virtual. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is, it is a little interesting to me to see how this plays out. Okay. And uh, were there any lessons learned from the other shifts to um, hybrid slash in-person meetings? Uh, lessons learned. I did talk to Allison. It seems like it's been going pretty good with the planning commission. Mm -hmm. But then again, their meetings are a little bit different than ours. Ours are a little bit more interactive, I think. Um, right. between applicants and you know and so forth so again uh hard to say at this point okay then i won't make you thank you thank you shoshana uh amy so i'm also one of the people who uh, will have a very difficult time attending the in-person meetings and i've talked to john about it at least um uh until summertime and, um, uh, but I'm also um, more like the wait and see, let's try it and we can tweak it if things don't work. My only, um, you know, my only request is that, um, you know, just like Randall, um, uh, you know, staff needs to ensure that we, for those of us who are online, that we can see very clearly what the plans are. Um, even, you know, um, it seems to me, I, I don't think anybody would be offended if you didn't focus on their faces, but because for us, it's more important what we're seeing um, in terms of what the project proposal is. Um, so I don't know how easy or hard that is. I, I'm terrible with trying to, you know, multitask three different technology all at the same time but and I don't exactly know what's entailed in order to ensure that you can we can do this hybrid meeting with the type of format that we have thank you Amy is there anything else that you want to add or ask Oh, Carlos, were you asking me? Yeah, yeah. Do, oh, you, no, do you have I'm any good. other question? Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks. Tyler? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's really just kind of more, you know, piggybacking on the fact that uh, the hybrid, uh, why we would have a hybrid setter. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be sort of the Grinch in the room and say that I actually like that. Um, and I'm going to imply that more towards, you know, my position with the company that I'm with, you know, I came from Amazon, we were very comfortable being remote, everybody was very remote. Um, but I definitely see the importance of obviously, you want to have flexibility and versatility. But I also do know the importance of being present um, and showing that and it's it goes kind of again to that LP of, of earning that trust. I'm not saying earning that we need to do that. I'm just saying that it does show that accountability and shows that um, that ability to really kind of connect and collaborate with the other peers that are around. Um, I mean, it's more, I will say this, it is more convenient for me personally, because the city hall is not that too far away from me, even though we always know I'm fashionably, fashionably late <laughs> to the meeting sometime. Um, but I do see that this could be an opportunity 
for us. And I also see that this could be a great R&D, a good research and design. See this as something that what works and what does not work. So, you know, overall, I know that there's concerns, but I see the opportunity. So I'm hoping that we can be a little optimistic to it um, and and uh, give it a shot. Thank you, Tyler. Um, all right. Um, does anyone else have any questions for the city? If not, we can proceed to discussion. All right. Um, I guess that I'll open it up um, by um, saying that um, since we're or the city is attempting to try an in-person slash uh, remote um, setup, it might be beneficial for the chair and the co-chair to receive hard copies in case they decide to go to the city and be in person, at least for them to uh, follow the agenda of the meeting. Um, it's, it's important and uh, even though um, there's been some discussion about carrying computers and all that, I think that it's going to be easier if the city sends uh, hard copies, at least to to those two individuals that are going to be um, acting as chair and co-chair. I don't know if anyone else has any opinions or thoughts. Well, as the incoming chair, um, I'm already, I mean, that's great. I mean, I'm already um, receiving paper copies anyway, so it's not a big lift for the city to do that. I don't think so. Randall, um, how do you feel about um, just uh, going in person? Uh, I... that, that's an interesting question because we're, uh if we're if we're going to be using uh data or or whatever we've been sent we bring our own computer and sit there or we have it if we're remote we have it with us and so it is a matter of is there if your computer goes down or if you didn't bring it or something is there a copy of it and so i think that's a good idea to have at least a a paper copy there uh, at the at the meeting so that you know it can be reviewed or used during the meeting by the board members. So I like that. Are you generally in favor of what the city has drafted and presented to us tonight? Yeah, I I would I would say yeah. Let's let's do it and after you know, set a deal that after three meetings, we may take a little bit of time and review it. Perfect. Um, it's going to take, take a few meetings to kind of debug. Yeah. Yeah, I can uh, can um, see that happening, uh, having a, a mix of in-person and hybrid. If you in-person or remote. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Can you... Uh, how, how do you feel about uh, the, the policy that the city sent us to review? I think it's, yeah, I think at some point it would be nice to go in and actually meet everybody. And uh, I know it's better to do it in person. Although, again, 
as some of us put us, it's hard. It will be hard for me to be in person. I would prefer it online, but I think uh, we can try the hybrid system for our, let, let, let's give it a go and then let's see how that goes. Okay. Thank you. No, thank you. Supriya? Yeah, I mean, I do hybrid meetings for my work. So I'm in, I'm okay with either option, but I'm sure there are going to be times on some Mondays where I'm going to be coming in late from work or not going to be able to attend. So I think that flexibility um, to me right now is, is a good thing. So I like that. And uh, I, I, I was reading to, through the document that the city sent and I, I think that there are very specific case, cases that they are quoting or citing in their document regarding hybrid. It doesn't mention any um, conflicts with um, work or any other items. It just mentions um, personal health concerns, injury, travel, family care. Um, I don't know uh, if that really includes everything because that's very specific to some cases. Well, it says, but not limited to, right? So just a little bit more, like that's how I read it. I, I don't know what you guys are see seeing this, but but not limited to. Um, I'm guessing that, uh, I don't know if, uh, could, can you chime in in there and, um, just um, elaborate on the bot, but not limited to if that can include that type of instances or conflicts with um, work to just uh, take the meetings um, virtual. And if so, um, how uh, much of anticipation do you need from us to let you know if um, any of the members of the board are going to be taking that option or asking for that. Uh, was this a question for me, Carlos? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm just uh, curious to see um, mm -hmm. what the but not limited to and if there are any um, guidelines or procedures that we need to follow in order to let the city or the staff know that um, there might or might not be board members in person. I don't know if includes just board members, but the chair and the co-chair have a more um, deeper responsibility to attend these online, uh, this virtual, this, sorry, this in-person meeting. In-person, yeah. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I mean, the language, but not limited to, does open it up to a variety of things. But if the board feels more comfortable that work is listed, you can certainly make a motion to amend it so that work is listed there. So it's very clear that's one of the items. Uh, I think that's fine. Um, because if you look at the kind of the things there, you know, it's like travel, family yeah. stuff, and, you know, work to me is kind of in that same level. So feel free to make a motion or to amend if, if you'd like. Um, so what I'm thinking is when we do the call arounds, when admin does the call arounds that we can, you know, we certainly can poll whether it's person in person or online. 
and um, I guess it, the reason for being online could be listed so we can track kind of the, like how, you know, how it's kind of working out based on these criteria. Uh, but that's more Yeah. of an administrative thing. Like we'd be asking the board, <laughs> you know, what. Yeah, I just see that um I don't want to kind of like sound like the bad guy, but I don't want to just see one board member going to the uh city and being by them by him or herself just there and uh having more challenges trying to communicate with the other board members that are virtual. Um I mean, if there's kind of like an attendance and some sort of um, just poll that we can look at to see who's being attending in person and who's going to attend remote, I think it would be beneficial to do the majority. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say that too, Carlos. Is that it would be nice to have before, prior to attending the meetings, who we know is going to be present in person and who's going to be virtual. So, like an attendance roll call, that's for in person and virtual, would be good. So then I think that we should think about a minimum required to attend in person, right? Because if you have the Agreed. right, the calls the week before and everyone's online, then what do we do? And the applicant is planning to arrive and maybe there are crowd members, you know? So what do we do? We need to think about that too, I feel. Yeah, I believe that the type of project and the way that the applicant is going to present to us might require or might, um, I don't know if, um, recommend the board to be in person or at least the majority of the board. So the applicant is not only presenting to one person that is at the city hall, uh, but just to, you know, make it more, um, more active, more, more interactive also between uh, board members whenever the deliberation time comes. So should we think about maybe a quorum in person and then the rest online as a minimum or not? Like what would be, what would be a decent number of people attending in person so that, or on the other hand, what if all the applicant uh, members are online, right? Would that still uh, require from all the board members to attend in person? Or not the all the board members, but the required minimum or whatever. I think those are very good points, uh, Shoshana. Um, basically, setting some forum for in-person, I think of fostering collaboration and interaction discussion between several um, board members that might attend in-person is essential. And I don't know how it might work if only one person is uh, with the DRB is going to be there, if it's going to make it more challenging at the time of uh, debate, yeah, discussion, or any other factors. I don't know, John, <laughs> looking Yeah. at you right now, do you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just kind of thinking off the cuff here, kind of laying out scenarios, right? So if so with a board, the quorum minimum is four, four members, right? 
Yeah. And of the four, would the board be okay if just two, you know, half were in person? Okay. I would say at least three. Uh, so you so don't exchange person. Would one of them have to be the chair or the vice chair? Sorry for interrupting. I'm just bringing out, you know, some things as I think of them. Yeah. I don't know if it matters. Um, I would say it does. From my own perspective. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm not the chair. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you were the chair. <laughs> I was, but online. But uh, um, no, I'm saying it is because I think it's just my opinion. Of course, it's not mandatory or anything. But I think it uh, shows if in-person meetings are taking place in person and there is you know and there are staff members and there are um applicants and maybe there are uh um member of the audience and so if there's not one that is kind of with the lack of a better word i would say authority there right then it doesn't look as complete or as formal and i i have to say that i also uh agree with shoshana on that especially if there's going to be applicants in person i think that the attendance of the drb should be at least two or three but i think that also in case just in case if the any members of the chair or the vice chair are not there and they are remote that there is an interim that we have present in case there is a connection issue or or you know something happens that can like you say, sort of speak on behalf of the chair or the vice chair in, in person. Well, that's the reason why we have a vice chair. Um, so can't fill in the the absence of the chair. So I guess that um, having at least either the chair or the vice chair present um, whenever there's an in-person uh, meeting. Yeah. No, I support that. I support that. I think that there should be someone in that position present. And uh, I know that this is asking uh, probably a little bit too much uh, since COVID started, but uh, in the past, uh, I think that having, as Shoshana mentioned, someone with the authority to um, run the meetings um, really gives that sense of um, formality to the applicant as well and to the city. So um, I don't want to kind of like put pressure, but I would recommend that if in-person meetings are decided to occur, either public or um, I, I, or the applicants um, for someone um, putting these positions to be there. And at least, I don't know if other DRB members are kind of like recommended to be there to just foster um, some sort of uh, participation and interaction between each other. Yes, Randall, I see your have the hand raised. Yeah, as, as we as we talk about the number of people that need to attend or we should have attendance, we've already had three boards, three out of seven state that it's going to be difficult to be in person. And so if if any of the other four 
are, and I, I'm looking at it that I, I do travel and I may be traveling <clears throat> and that. And so, so we've already depleted down to three possible to attend and, and that type of thing. And so, so I think, I think the call around has to really find out who or how many are going to attend. And, you know, and again, it's, you know, if there are two there, maybe it's, I mean, it's a minimum of, of two need to be present, uh, be there. And then of the two, they, you know, they essentially appoint a, a chair or a co-chair uh, or a moderator to to handle any of the moderation of the of the process that night. Uh, because we're trying, I think we're trying to set some things up here for things that we don't know that are going to happen and that type of thing. But I'm just I'm a little concerned about the number where we've already got three board members that are are saying that they may or may not be able to be there, or will more than likely not be present uh, and have to be online. And we don't want to, you know, I don't want to disqualify them in any way or anything like that, but then I also don't want to look at the other four and say, okay, you're required to show up. So uh, if that's, you know, if that's warm or something like that, so just a comment on numbers. Uh, Amy? So I actually agree with Randall and Shoshana and Tyler. Um, I think, and, and so I'm just trying to kind of picture what this is going to look like. And it sounds like, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but at the minimum, there should be two um, DRB members in person, one of whom should be either the chair or the vice chair. Um, and in the case where both the chair and the vice chair can't attend, then um, somehow we'll have to ha you know, appoint one of the other person as the, um, as the coordinator or facilitator of the meeting. Um, so having said that, in my situation, um, you know, I've talked to John about why I can't make it. And it's a, a personal, basically it's a chronic cult situation. So, you know, I've requested for reasonable accommodation and, you know, and if the city can accommodate that, I can make it to the meetings in person. But if not, then um, my only option is online. And I am completely fine in, <laughs> even though I haven't started um, as chair to resign from that position, so that somebody else who we know is able to make it in person can be the chair given the new situation or the new arrangement. Yeah, I was trying to just think about that. I mean, in the past, whenever, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, John, whenever before COVID, if the chair and the co-chair were not there, the meeting was canceled, right? Or... Um... Who would run so, that? Yeah. So if the chair or co-chair before, before can, COVID yeah, cannot attend the meeting, but we have a quorum, 
what would happen is at the meeting of the, so let's say there's four members and none of them are the chair or vice chair, the, the four members would have to select, basically vote who would run the meeting. So we, there's a procedure already for that, right? Yeah, correct. So we don't have to break our heads on trying to figure out what would happen if the chair and the co-chair cannot be there in person. It'll go it's, with the same procedure that was established before you could, COVID. You could. Although technically the the chair, let's say let's let's say it's Amy, but she's just at home, you know, attending virtually. Yeah. So technically she's at you know at the meeting. It's just yeah. Who's good? Who, you know, she could potentially run it from home. Is you know, but it's if if it's better to be in person and run the meeting, then that's a slightly different procedure that we'd have to. Yeah. I think that's something that we need to take a look at. Mm -hmm. Brian, you have your hand raised. Okay. Question uh, for the <clears throat> for the teams who are going to be doing the um, the design teams who are going to be presenting. Are they going to have a similar request that they also are in person, or are we going to leave that? to them what's the city what is the city's plan for them and the reason i'm asking is because if the if the team presenting is all going to be online there may not be that much benefit of two members are sitting in city hall and four of them are you know five of them are online and the rest of them are online so are we, is the city asking um, the design team also to do similar exercise with the hybrid meetings or? Not currently. Um, you know, after let's say three or four meetings, we we see how this goes. And then we see that, you know what? No, I think we need to have the, the applicant team or at least most of them in person. Uh, we can certainly change that, but that wasn't like the, like, I don't think we were going to start with that. So if the applicant is not required to be in person, I assume staff is required to be in person, right? Yeah, staff will be there. I'll be there. Uh, the project planner will be there. And then Katie will be there. So how, I know it's not, it's a random question, but how would it make staff feel if you know we have if, no choice <laughs> we have i know <laughs> i know i know yeah. but it also looks a little weird i'm just trying to like kind of envision the appearance because it is an mm -hmm. official meeting correct we, we, the one the one aspect that we haven't talked about is the citizen indies Oh, we did. And and staff needs to be there mm -hmm. if there's citizens attendees and board needs to be there or there needs to be a good representation of the board there to represent the citizens. Because That's there are there are, have been times where I won't say it's contentious, but it's there's five, six, ten uh neighbors to a project that are there that the one thing that I've I've kind of missed in this whole process 
is you don't get that body language. You don't get the size. You don't get, you know, you don't get the feeling as to what does the citizen want. And but that's so, exactly why I thought we need either a chair or vice chair there because someone does need to bring it and manage it. And Yeah. And, there, and I there, think that, that we should set the expectation too, John and Carlos, that, that the applicants should have some sort of expectation either in the first or second meeting to attend in person just to show their presence. And also the same thing to back up with... Um, you know, with the civilians that are going to be there. So if there is a way to amend that, I would be in favor to motion that. Thank you, Taylor. I think that um, Randall brought up a good point about the public members from the community uh, being there. It's hard to tell whenever they are going to show up. In the past, before COVID, uh, there were some projects that didn't, catch um, or didn't have any uh, members from the community, but there were some others where we have several members of the uh, community that spoke regarding the breaks that were being presented. And uh, that that was not easy to tell before the meeting uh, who or how many were going to come. Um, so I don't know. At this point, uh, it's it's hard to kind of like say, at least for me, to say, okay, uh, who are going to be the ones that are going to be going to the city hall? Who are going to be the ones who are going to um, who are going to be attending hybrid? I believe that it's going to be tough. And uh, John, I don't want to kind of like throw it back to you, but mm -hmm. um, I feel that the the board has a lot of um, comments and feedback, but. I believe that this is only um, ultimately the decision of the city to take, and the board members will need to agree or I don't know. Just whenever we we were brought up to the well brought uh, to the DRB, we looked at the responsibilities. We were asked like how many meetings we were gonna attend. But it was all based on city regulations, and I believe that all creating our own regulations is going to be more tough. Mm -hmm. um, we know the expectations. We have worked online. We have been in person. Uh, you've been you, you've been experiencing both, John. So I don't know if um, <laughs> <laughs> you have some sort of statistics uh, comparison uh... that shows some attendance or their attendance rates for in-person versus hybrid. I'm not sure if we've been getting more um, staff members or, sorry, more DRB members um, to attend the meetings now that we've been hybrid or if we used to get more uh, attendance whenever it was in person. Oh. Uh, I guess, well, you know, stat wise, I don't know. It just it just seems so varied, even in person. You know, you got people have commitments that they have to meet, yeah. and therefore they can. So I don't know if there's really any kind of direct correlation between in person versus virtual. You would you kind of think virtual would have higher attendance because maybe you know you can attend from anywhere, really. You know, mm -hmm. if you have access to a computer. Um, yeah. 
So I don't I know. I would say though, sorry, that mm -hmm. the virtual meetings ran much, much longer. The in-person meetings were, I felt like, more to the point. I got to say that I stayed there till 11.30 <laughs> during some there meetings. There was one we stayed at 11.30 <laughs> when we went to the back to the other side of the city. And there were a lot of, and that was, uh, by the way, because of the audience. It was not because yeah. of the DRB. There were a lot of comments from the audience. I, yeah, I remember that <laughs> meeting vividly. But um, I do feel, I mean, don't you agree that the meetings run much longer since we transferred to virtual? Yeah, I, think I kind of felt, yeah, <laughs> it has. That's true. Yeah. It, it also depends on, on the complexity of the projects because uh, there are some that are have a very limited scope. And there are some others that um, require more attention. And there are a lot of elevations, plans, sections. So some packages are a lot to digest in one meeting. And uh, I think that the board has been trying to do uh, their best to just uh, pick up all the comments or all the design elements that the applicants have been trying to present and provide feedback. But still, I think one thing is are the packages, and um, the other one um, is attendance in person versus virtual. And uh, I don't know, Supraya, do you have any any thoughts? You you've been um, kind of like the newest uh, board member. You've been here short. I don't know if you have feelings. Uh, Shoshana and I have been board for a long time. I think, Shana, you have experienced in person and virtual, same as I. Uh, we have a different perspective, probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a, I don't, I can't compare. I've just been in the hybrid ones. Um... Fatima, do you have any thoughts? Um, I, I've been uh, here now two years. Uh... Most of our meetings were, I would say, a reasonable times. Yes, some did go long. We were here one time at 12, at 1, but that was very rare. I would say we most of them were an okay length. So I've not attended one in person, so I cannot compare, but yeah. So come to think of it, when you're online, it's easier to... In other words, you know, you, you don't have to rush home, right? You're you're already home, so you know it's not as much of a challenge if you know a meeting runs long. Go ahead, Randall. Uh, I think we the the virtual meetings ran long because we didn't control it. Because we we come in and we always have an agenda that says that the applicant has ten minutes or or whatever to present this type of thing, and they will ramble on for thirty five minutes or forty, and we don't we don't hold them to that. And really, the only people that we hold to any time limit is the public when the public gives up and says they get their three minutes and then they need to sit down or something of that order. And so I think I think we, you know, as we look at this and we, we put the agenda together, 
we really need to have the applicants be very concise and tell us what they're doing and move on because I I felt that they rambled quite a bit because we have to yeah. we also have to spend our time and look at the documents before we get into the meeting and not use the meeting to learn what's going on and that and so I think I think we can control the timing whether it's virtual or in uh, in person uh, to because we just we just put a cadence to the meetings and we control it a little bit better because I just don't think we have in the past. If I recall Agreed. correctly, um, whenever we were in person, there was a timer that was used uh, during presentations and Q and A, and uh, the applicants and the members uh, from the audience had a visual of how long they should be talking for. So I think that that helped controlling the the basically the presentation time and the um, participation from the public. Here, uh, I believe, yes, uh, some applicants present a lot of information. They, whenever they go to a design response conference, they try to throw some background that we have already reviewed so that it's up more of more time. But they I don't know, John, if if there's kind of well, I'm just saying that in person there's a visual of a timer that can be used. Again, there are some things that are very uh, effective if we run it in person, but still the I guess that the attendance, the flexibility of attending virtual um, brings different uh, aspect of decision. I think we have a timer for virtual as well. It's I think it's the same timer we would use for the the public when they speak. We can sort we, of use that for applicants. But but we need to manage it. Yeah. And I think I think we I, honestly I think we've mismanaged in some of these that have gone long because we allowed the applicant to um, to ramble on. There, there's been numerous times where there's things that they really didn't need to bring up. They needed to just cut to the chase and, and get to the point, and and they really didn't, which mean tells me that they weren't prepared coming in. And they need to, you know, staff needs to say, hey, be prepared. You only have a certain amount of time. Get it done. And yeah. we just we need to be a little bit more direct on that. Course so correction and transparency. Getting back to the point about hybrid or in-person, uh, I don't know if there's a consensus about how the board feels. And uh, I'll just go one by one just to capture your all thoughts. Um, so Amy, how do you feel about the policy that is being presented tonight? Would you uh, approve it or would like to make any changes to it? Um, I'm. You know, um, I'm definitely um, okay with what's currently proposed with the understanding that we will revisit, you know, maybe af after four meetings to see how things are going. And if, mm -hmm. and, and I guess the question to staff is, is it, is it still acceptable to make amendments later on? Yes, we'd have a similar conversation in, after four meetings, I think, similar to this where um 
the board can certainly make changes. Okay. Okay. Thank, Thank you, Amy. you. Fatima, uh, what do you think about the um, guidelines that the city is presenting tonight and would you make any changes to it? If so, which? I, I'm okay with uh, what they're proposing and uh, I, I think we should give it a try and see how it goes, how it works out. And then again, as we can still discuss it after four meetings, that, that's good. Um, one last question for you, Fatima. Um, if you'd have to estimate uh, your attendance in person versus uh, virtual, what would be um, kind of like the the one that you would attend most? I would like to attend most virtually, but I uh, I can uh, come in person as well. So you would feel that you would um, have more attendance in person rather than virtual? No, I will have more attendance if it's virtual because it's, again, it's easier okay. to be at home. But but yes, okay. once we go hybrid, I will, of course, make an effort to be in person okay. as you much very as much. possible. Mm -hmm. uh, Randall, same question. How do you feel about the guidelines that are presented and uh, what changes would you like to I, propose? I think we're I think we're headed the right direction and we just need to need to go try it and see what happens. And after three or four sessions, you know, reevaluate, not meaning that we can't reevaluate after the first one. Uh, but but the one thing that I really do think is that we probably should have at least two people present uh, at City Hall for the meeting. I would I'd really like to see three, but when three people have already said that they may or may not they're probably going to be more virtual than they are going to be in present. That only gives us one person out of the other four that can't be there. And so it really moves it down to where, you know, there needs to be two, at least two people there uh, for uh, for in-person. And would you think that your attendance would be more in-person or virtual? I'll, I'll be more in-person. I'm not that far away from City Hall. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Tyler, uh, what do you think about the guidelines and what type of changes would you make if there are any? Yeah. Um, I, I, I like, I, I'm in agreement to what we have right now. The only thing that I would change uh, again is, is exactly what Randall said is that I think that there should be two people present and I think that there should be a member or at least someone uh, voted on as representative as a chair or vice chair present to keep um stability and order during the meeting would you have more meetings uh in person or virtual uh, in person okay um shoshana what do you think about the guidelines what changes would you may uh, make or suggest to make and just your attendance rate if it's <laughs> in person or virtual you're on it. Wait, wait, here I am not. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I think that um, obviously this is definitely a start and that start is heading the right direction. And uh, the way you know it's heading the right direction is that almost everyone's on board with that. Uh, I would say that 
I do second and third with uh, Rondal and Tyler about the corrections that need to be made. I think that it's very important that there will be presence of the DRB and some, um, you know, mediation. I would also uh, say that um, we do need to have some kind of a guideline of expectation management to whoever is attending in person, for example, like uh, the applicant or the audience or the uh, board members. Um, I would also encourage uh, a practice session before the meeting uh, goes into this hybrid model, just to make sure that everyone sees everyone, hear everyone, are able to communicate properly. Uh, so that is something that I think is very, uh, the way they say in Asia, face saving. And um, yeah, and of course, revisit if needed. Uh, would you I say you not, would attend more in person or person. I will not attend in person virtual virtual only you will not have the pleasure of seeing me in person Sorry. oh come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um I'm I, I I'm sorry I can't it's a personal no, no worries. yeah <laughs> thank you for sharing um Supriya um I'm okay with the guidelines, the way they are written. Um, and just like everybody else, I think we should try it and see how it goes. And then, you know, after four meetings, we can iron out some of the issues, maybe provide more clarity in some of these items, or we need to change them completely. We'll just see how it goes. And would you uh, have more attendance in person or? Um virtual for them i don't know <laughs> to be honest i really don't know i mean i'm okay with both uh, but we'll just have to see um i'm hoping i can do uh i can do in-person attendance i definitely feel i can do that but we'll just see thank you very much uh and uh just um same as um uh, i think it's shoshana supriya uh randall and the other board members i i I'm okay with the guidelines that the city has presented. Uh, I would also recommend uh, to for the city to whenever they um, call for attendance uh, to ensure or uh, try to um, confirm that at least two or three, I would say three people would be beneficial to, for being in person, um, just um, for the formality and for just, um, fostering more discussion during these meetings. Um, and also for the city to create some guidelines regarding expectations uh, for applicants that are gonna be presenting in person or for large projects that have an impact on um, residential areas, as there might be more uh, members from the audience that probably will participate on those um, type of projects. Uh, I would say that uh, I'll be more in person as well. And uh, with that, I, looking at all the comments from the other board members, I think that there's a majority that um, 
are open to being in person. So I think that we should just try it. Um, so with that being said, um, John, do we need to make a motion? Yes, please. With uh, So there'll be a motion with some amendments, just to clarify. Correct. Yep. So uh, would anyone uh, with the board like to make a motion with amendments indicating that uh, there should be an expectation to have two two to three at least minimum uh, members from the DRB to attend in person and for the city to create some guidelines regarding uh, applicants that are going to be presenting in person and uh, projects that have impact on residential areas where members from the community uh, might want to participate and uh, attend these meetings. I'll be first to make a motion. All right. Motion made. Uh, anyone would like to second? Second. Uh, we went second. Um, motion the second. Uh, yes, John, do you have Just a uh, clarification on the amendment. So I know it's minimum two to three in person. Yeah, I uh, think a three would be great, but at least just to get yeah. more than one person there. Yeah. I think I'll do two to three just in case we only have four. Right. Yeah. And then just to clarify, of the in-person, there needs to be a chair or vice chair. Uh, it would be preferable if you if the city could confirm if uh, the chair or vice chair could be there. Okay. And, and, abs and absent a chair or vice chair, then it would just be a vote among. So per current procedures, it'd be a vote among yes. the members in attendance who should run the meeting. Mm -hmm. Okay. If the chair, I guess that if the chair cannot be there, right? Correct, right. Also, uh, for the in-person people that are going to be attending, it, can there be at least one uh, packet printed, hard copies, so they oh, yeah. can run the meeting if needed to just right. look at the agenda? And all those. Yeah, that'll yeah. just be our procedures. That doesn't need to be in the okay. policy, yeah. Thank you. Perfect. All right. Uh, move then. Second. Uh, everyone in favor, say aye. 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 Those opposed, say nay. Right. Motion carries. <laughs> That's good. Um, on the next topic, unless John, do you have anything else? But we can proceed with the election of officers. I think what I'll do, um, so I did take notes. So what I'll do, I'll just draft that um, to you, Carlos, the, mm -hmm. the revised language. I'll just add it as um, in one of these sections that I've proposed. And then, um, and then, yeah, we'll just then adopt it. Perfect. Thank you. Now to continue with the agenda election of officers. Um, how would you like to do this, John? <laughs> um, I'll just introduce it. So procedure is the vice chair becomes the chair automatically, unless otherwise voted on the board or voted by the board. And then I just open it up for nominations for uh, a new vice chair. All right. I would like to be the first since I'm the chair that is leaving. I'd like to uh, nominate uh, Supriya. I think that she would be a 
good addition for uh, vice chair and would uh, be of terrific help for Amy that is going to be leading the chair. Anyone else would like to nominate any other uh, board members? Um, I'd like to nominate Tyler. I think he's got a good grasp of how to run meetings and um, and uh, I really appreciate a lot of his um, inputs, you know, in our discussions. Thank you, Amy. Tyler, it's your time to nominate anyone <laughs> you want to nominate. <laughs> oh, you're putting me on the hot spot. <laughs> <laughs> um uh i would like that uh but i don't i feel like that would be arrogant to nominate myself um <laughs> uh but uh, i would have to say um you know I, I love randall's insight so if you know i feel like he he and i have a lot um a, a lot on the same wavelength and so i also think he'd be he could be good as well but so do i no. <laughs> thank you tyler um, Randall, uh, Fatima, do you have any thoughts? I'll, I'll, I'll help this along. I'll decline nomination at this time <laughs> and uh, withdraw Tyler's nomination, and and then we can just go from there. Perfect, Fatima. Can I can I do that too, Carlos? I'm still learning, so I appreciate <laughs> you nominating me. Um, but I'm very new. I'm, I'm, I've only attended what five or six meetings this year or last year. Um, so not that many, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. And Fatima, do you have any? I, I also want to nominate Tyler. I think he's going to go do a good job at it. There you go. I think at the, there's a consensus. Anyone would like to make a motion? Um, to nominate Tyler as the next uh, vice chair. I make a motion to make Tyler the next vice chair. I second it. Okay. Moving um, second. Uh, congratulations. Oh, no, wait. Um, <laughs> everyone in favor, please say aye. 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 Those opposed? Okay, Tyler, congratulations. You are Thank the next you. Uh, vice chair. <laughs> I'll remember your vote, Carlos. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you guys. And uh, seriously, it, it's it's truly every single one of you is such a huge asset. And I uh, appreciate all of you. So I'm excited moving forward and exciting to uh, continue this in, in a hybrid, hybrid manner. Perfect. So, well... and, and Tyler, you're going to run the show. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> the pressure unless, is on. Unless, the pressure unless is we on. work out uh, accommodation for you, Amy. We'll yes. figure out. We'll try to figure out something. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Amy. Now you are going to be the uh, chair. And congratulations, Tyler, for being the vice chair for this uh, year. Congratulations to both. All right. Um, I think that's all in tonight's agenda. Is there anything else that you want to add, John? Uh, it's just that we're, we should have a, yeah, we will be having a meeting on February 5th. So, uh, we'll, uh, I think someone had a comment like to practice ahead of time. So I think what we'll do is we'll, 
think we'll maybe set up an earlier uh, start time just for just for the DRB. So maybe like a six thirty start is what I'm thinking. And then um, what was I was gonna say was uh, no six thirty start. And oh, and we'll we'll definitely work with the applicant. We'll in, in terms of the procedures and so forth. Um, I know a couple of you mentioned the timing issues, and we'll just make sure, to, at least on the applicant side of things, we'll just remind them and <laughs> maybe look at their PowerPoint ahead of time or something. I don't know. <laughs> and then, uh, um, John, small comment. Mm -hmm. I speak a lot today. Uh, so um, just um, if you remember, we had uh, we had talked about sending... Uh, a list of questions up front to the board as well, just so uh, you know the board members prepare for the meeting too. So um, if we know something, then we can send in advance to staff or the applicant. Right. And then they can come ready with this information yep. just to be a little bit more streamlining the meeting. Yeah. Yeah, I like efficient meeting. <laughs> <laughs> now it's all coming to life all the six years. Of... <laughs> and yeah. then, yeah, no, that's good comment, Shoshana. Um, and then I just remember what I was going to say earlier was, uh, so when we do the polling, what I'm kind of thinking of, so so the members know who's attending, who's not. Um, I think what we could do is maybe just set up a shared calendar so I'll, I'll explore that with our admin. Uh, that way you can just, you know, go into your uh, city email. So make sure you keep checking that regularly. Uh, and then I'll see if we can create just a link from the email and then you can see the shared calendar like for attendance. Yeah, or a Google Doc, like an Excel file where you yeah, can click, exactly. check a box and that's it. Yeah, right. Perfect. All right. Yeah. And I have final comment. <laughs> Go ahead, <Shoshana>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but uh, remember how we did, was it last year or the year before where we had the tour talking yes. about how the, uh, we had our comments and how they came out to live and how the applicant, you know, ignored them. So uh, <laughs> I think it would be great if we could organize something like this again. But I would suggest like, you know, for us to prepare better in advance, like really remembering maybe circle our document with the comments we had, you know, so that we can discuss it on site, what we wanted, what happened, and maybe where it fell through. So that's it. Now I'm silent for like the rest of the year. <laughs> I think that, I, that would be great. Uh, last time, I think that I met with you, Shoshana, and with a few of the city members, and we walked through the city toward the buildings that were already um, completed. Uh, we have the uh, now the uh, urban center building, the one that uh, they just completed, or well, it seems that the shell, current shell has been completed. So it would be great also if the city has any more updates on other projects that. Uh, have been uh, completed. Um, that would be great if we could tour them again. 
maybe a, an activity for this year, depending on uh, how many projects uh, are ready. Right. We yeah. just tour. <laughs> I know it's, it's tough. I think a lot of them are still under construction. Yeah. So this you know? could be probably by the I don't know like late uh, of this year fall, if we could do the same. Um, yep. If more, if many more projects are coming to to life or right. being under construction, at least we'll see. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, if there's nothing else, I think that uh, we I can uh, proceed with that adjournment. Anyone would like to suggest adjournment? I would like to say one thing, though, if, if oh. that's okay, if this is yeah. appropriate. Um, I would like to invite um, maybe at some point around spring um, uh, for all the board members to come together for a uh, cruise dinner that my company sponsors um, and I can take you guys all around. So uh, we can coordinate that, but I think that would be something fun for us to do. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you, Taylor. And uh, if you could just circulate that with uh, John, so uh, the, the city staff can also attend. I know that uh, I know a few folks, but uh, there are more new people coming on board, and uh, I don't want to like take all the spaces from <laughs> your cruise. Uh, if but if there's possibility to just uh, add more people, John, Prince, um, um, Katie, all the amazing staff members that have been helping, that'd be great. Or at least we can go for a grab uh, lunch or dinner or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> no, we're totally good. We we can fit up to two hundred people, so I think we'll be okay. <laughs> but we'll we coordinate. <laughs> okay, perfect. Thank I'll, you. I'll have to make sure though it's okay, Tyler. Because uh, it might be yeah, it might be deemed a public meeting because exactly. we're all together. And then you'd have to open it up to the public. Yeah, now you're inviting yeah. the whole city of Kirkland. <laughs> I forgot. I'll, That's I'll, right. I'll, we do have it over recording. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I have a feeling that might not be all right, but I'll, I'll double check. <laughs> okay. We'll figure it out. Yep. Thanks, Tyler. All right. Uh, getting back to the adjournment, anyone would like to suggest it? I make a motion we adjourn. I second. Okay, move and second. Uh, all those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed say nay. Okay, we're adjourned. Uh, thank you very much for your time and see everyone next time in person or hybrid or uh, remote. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs>